0: Welcome to the Leaders with Leverage podcast. I'm your host and negotiation expert, Susie Tomanchuk. It's time to be your own advocate and negotiate for what you really want out of your career. Not simply the next role or additional compensation, I wanna show you that negotiation happens each and every day so that you opt in and say yes with confidence. Together with other business leaders, you'll learn the essential skills you as a leader needs to become that advocate. In growing your professional skills to increase confidence, gain respect, and become the future leader you're poised to be. And when you face a high-stakes situation, you're ready, no matter how high those stakes are. So let's do this. Let's lead with leverage. Welcome to Leaders with Leverage. I'm excited to once again, just join you, me and you, and talk about um, negotiation, things that happen all the time to us. And today I wanted to talk about a topic that people always bring up to me, and because I talk about it a lot, is advocating for yourself, why it's important and how to do it. And the reason I'm sharing it this week is I'm going to be speaking for a woman's organization and... I they were doing a pre-interview with me and this woman asked me, she said, how do people advocate for themselves? And I answered. And I thought I gave a really good answer. And she goes, but how do people advocate for themselves? And I suddenly realized that my answer was not good enough. And I thought, oh, I need to be very prescriptive about what I'm saying to people. So that's what I thought I would do today is just talk about, What are some ways you can put in motion this idea of advocating for ourselves? I often say that we think there's just going to be this moment where somebody's going to be holding a sign and it's going to be like permission to advocate for yourself. And you think, I'll just jump in and I'm ready to advocate for myself. But it's really subtle and it's not an occasion that is just primed for you to jump into. So advocating for yourself is really important And one of the reasons it's important is because it gets your voice out there. It helps people know where you're coming from. And it also, as a leader, when we advocate for ourselves, it gets us that muscle memory to advocate for others. It gets us in that momentum to think about how do we get more proactive about getting what we need, what our team needs, and changing us from kind of waiting for what we think we deserve or what, we, we, what we've we earned to be thinking about raising your hand and leaning in. It's such a great way of looking at it. And um, when you do that, when there's a meeting before the meeting where they're deciding something about you, they're going to anticipate your needs because you have raised your hand in the past. I talk a lot about my former peer, Dan, and Dan used to ask for so much. And I would benefit from him asking because they'd have to give me what they had given him. But many times in the meeting when they were deciding about our compensation, about the offices they were going to give us, uh, different projects, they would think about Dan's interests because they knew Dan would complain and they knew Susie would take what was given to her. And so just putting yourself out there makes people know, or helps people understand. Let's, let's look, think about it like that. It helps people understand that you want more for yourself or for your team. So it's important. One, it's important because you show others that it's important. It it shows people that you value yourself, and it gives other people permission to do the same. So that's super important, especially as a leader, you're being watched. Think about that as you're helping somebody kind of get that block cast down for them as well. But then answering that question, that woman asked me, how do you advocate for yourself? So my answer is this, you have to get clear about where you're going. You don't just think about the role that you're in or or what what skills you need to do exactly where you are in this moment. It's thinking beyond who you are right now in the role you're on and where you want to go. What do you want to work on and get better at? And maybe it's something that, you know, maybe down the road, you want to have a podcast, maybe down the road, you want to have a blog, or you want to be on the stage, or you want to run a bigger team. When you get the experience along the way to get where you're going, you get more confidence. We don't, our confidence doesn't come first. The doing comes first and the confidence comes after. So trying, even when it's uncomfortable, gets us where we need to go. But if we don't have any idea what we're what we're targeting or where we're going or what we want, how will we ever get there? So what that question was that that woman was asking me is, how do you get clear about that? And I thought, wow, that's such a great question. So there's a couple ideas that I want you to think about today is how do you get that clarity for yourself beyond your role? Where do you want to go next? What experience do you want to get so that you don't limit yourself? The first idea I would give you is to find a coach or find a mentor or a sponsor, somebody that has your best interests in mind. Maybe not somebody that's so close to you that they they know your insecurities. Somebody that knows you well enough that they know what your strengths are. And they're going to push you beyond where you sit today. Who is the person that can brainstorm with you to help you see just by asking you open-ended questions about what you do really well today? What's your superpower? And what do you want to do more of for the future? When you have somebody outside, they'll push you because they believe in you. It's like it's like um, understanding our value all the time helps us get more confidence in where we're going. But sometimes we need those words to be given back to us from somebody else. So number one is who can help you? Can you get a coach, a mentor, somebody that can help you understand your potential and get you clear about where you're going. And this may change. You may sit down with this person and think, I want to lead um, a team that's bigger than mine today. Or I want to be a COO one day. Like it could be something that's three months out. It could be something that's way beyond you know this year, this next year. And when you think about that, it just gives you a direction to go. It doesn't mean that if you, you're you going to necessarily get there, you may change the path along the way, but it gives you some place to kind of make decisions around when there is a fork in the road to continue to move toward that idea that is your definition right now in this space. So you can change it. It won't be laminated. It won't be you know put out into bright lights for everyone to see but it's giving you a place to aim your path. So find somebody to give you that support. Hey there, love this podcast. I'm taking 10 seconds out of this episode to ask you to leave an honest review. More reviews on the show help us to reach more professionals who are ready to lead with leverage. Now let's continue the conversation. The second is to think beyond yourself. So a friend of mine, I know this came from Brooke Castillo. She's an amazing coach. She has a great podcast. You should definitely look her up, Brooke Castillo. And she talks about understanding what is impossible to you. What is impossible? What is a list of 10 things that if you were to put them down, you would literally say, that's just absurd. That's impossible for me. Putting that down there in words for yourself, even if you don't mean to, it starts to give yourself the direction of where you're going. And um, just to give you an example of mine, I'm going to tell you what my 10 impossible things were that I made this list recently. And these sound absurd, but I've had the time over the last couple of weeks that i have to be honest these don't sound so ridiculously scary anymore so here i'll just i'll just read five of them one is be on the today show or the good morning america i'd be open to either or cbs this morning that's one that sounds ridiculous and impossible to do not working you know not being worried about making money I guess that's a better way of saying it. Not working meaning to me is not looking for clients that are going to pay me something. Just do what I do passionately and not have to worry about. It. That just seems impossible that I wouldn't have to think about the financial aspects of what I do for a living. Be a nationally sought out speaker. Like have people coming to me asking me to speak that on a big stage. Oh my gosh, that's so scary, but it's something I really want to work toward. And that means making, for me, as I see that path, that means I have to always show up exactly who I am, be really courageous about putting ideas and benefit for others out there. So it's all along the track of getting me there. And then making my, my podcast mainstream, it's, it's, very similar. I want to put myself out there because to me, it feels scary to just be me because I feel really insecure in this body. But putting myself out there, I'm hoping will give other people uh, c- courage to do the same. And if my message can can get to more people and it could help people, that would be so inspirational to me. That's my mission. My mission and you should have a mission statement too. My mission is to inspire others and be a silent partner for them, for their success. And as long as I'm doing that, I am doing what I ha- what am really on this earth to do. So what is that for you? And then the third thing, the third thing that I'll tell you that, that can get you to start thinking about how you advocate for yourself is just notice what people around you are getting. What opportunities? What training? What um, things are they getting? And just be aware of it. Just because they're getting it doesn't mean that you you can't. And sometimes we're oblivious because we're waiting for things to come to us that we don't just look around and go, "Oh, that's really cool. They got that. (gasps) How about me? Maybe I could ask for that too." And somebody might just say, "Yes, no problem." So thinking about advocating for yourself, and these are three. Steps you can take. Three tactics. Three things you can do. One, find a coach, a mentor, find somebody to help you think outside a bo- your box, your restrictions on you. Help them. Somebody that can help you see your superpower and give you the courage to aim for something bigger than the way you see it today. That's one. Two is create an impossible list of five of ten that are just wacky things and put them down down on a list. Get yourself to start to acclimate to these ideas. And then the third is to be aware of what people around you are getting. Not that you're trying to take anything away from them, but what are people getting that you want to get for yourself? And it could be anything. Exposure to a senior person, networking with people beyond your company, It could be something that they're just doing on their own, but you're like, oh, I need to do that too. Have awareness of what's going on around you. So when you think about advocating for yourself, don't just say that's something that I will do sometime. Understand that it's important to illustrate to others that being an advocate for yourself inspires others. And it's not just for you. You can advocate for others. And when you're in that view of, I want to be an advocate, you're more likely to see those opportunities. And then these are just ways to get really clear about where you're going. So when those opportunities show themselves, you're ready. You can raise your hand. You can think, oh my gosh, that's on my list. I want to move toward that. I want to put myself out there. And don't forget, I'm not, this is not my idea. There's a lot of really great speakers talk about this idea of courage and how we think that it courage will come or and confidence will come once we get there, but it's really taking the steps in uncomfort that creates more courage and your confidence increases as you're going along, you don't have the confidence you don't have to have the confidence to start. You need to just start and the confidence will come with it. Make sure that you um, share this. If you know somebody that needs to hear this today, I would love for you to do that. I would love for you to show somebody that I thought this was important enough for you that I want you to think about how this applies for you. What a nice gift to give to somebody else. Thank you for joining me. Feel free to follow, uh, subscribe to this podcast. Ping me on LinkedIn. I want to know how have you advocated for yourself? Tell me the story. And what's your idea? How do you enlighten that advocating for yourself? And if you give me those ideas, I'll share them as well. So thanks for joining me. Thanks for being a part of this community. And please be in touch. Until next time, I'll see you on Leaders with Leverage. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leaders with Leverage. If you're ready to continue your professional growth, commit to accelerating your career development, and say goodbye to that anxious feeling in your stomach anytime you need to advocate for yourself, then get my book, The Art of Everyday Negotiation Without Manipulation. In this book, you'll learn the essential steps to take before entering into any negotiation or conversation, any interaction in your day-to-day. You'll discover what the other party really needs and be clear about what you're going after. You'll bust through your fears and boost your confidence and embrace that negotiation truly happens all around us. Head to the link in the show notes for more and you can even get a bonus if you buy it today.